0: Welcome back to Basically Anxious, your favorite Zillennial podcast. Welcome,
1: everyone. We are back with a fun episode today. We're going to share some of our recent hot takes and just discuss them with each other, see if we agree, um, and just put our opinions out there because that's what we love to do. But before we get into (laughs) it, is there anything you want to share from this past week? Nope. Nothing to report. Nothing
0: exciting. Actually, wait. No, there is something exciting to report. Today I did wake up and we (laughs) did have snow. And it was like the tiniest amount of snow, like literally the tiniest amount, but it stuck. Which uh-huh. is, like, cool because it's only snowed twice prior to that, but it didn't, like, stick to the ground. So yeah. this was very exciting to wake up in the morning. That's, like, also so fun is, like, to wake up and, like, open mm-hmm. your blinds and, like, New York's covered in snow. Um, So it was very cool, but it I'm sure it's mostly melted at this point. But it was, like, really fun and exciting and it just, like, makes, you know – I don't know. That's just special coming from someone who lived in California and like literally
1: never went to snow to see any snow. So, mm-hmm. so anytime you see like a little speck, it's the most exciting thing ever. It, it really is. And I like <laughs> went for a walk this
0: morning and I was like slipping around a little bit because it was still really, really cold. It was like 27 mm-hmm. degrees, which is cold for me. Um, yeah. And it was st- the snow was still very much frozen. So, yeah.
1: Wow. I'm so happy for you. I know you were yeah. waiting for that. I know you were waiting for that moment. Um, I don't really have much to share either. I guess I'll just share this because it's exciting. But Luke and I finally went to get our wedding bands and we bought them. Um, so that's my one happy update from this past week.
0: Yay! And
1: I have nothing else to share. So. Did
0: you get them from Missouri?
1: We did. Yes. Oh, how full circle. Missouri. I know, full that's circle cool. moment, but very exciting. We got his like engraved on the inside. Aww. So,
0: you that's know, sweet. special
1: touches, but yeah. that's all. Nothing new. Just another week work until the weekend. Yeah. Work until like, I come to New York. Yeah. So, so excited. Yeah.
0: Um I realized you're flying out on on um
1: Valentine's Day. Yes, so we are. So that's we romantic. Are. Yeah, nowhere else. Nowhere else. I'd rather be than a red eye um, yeah. on Valentine's Day. But no, honestly, I feel like Valentine's Day is one of those like holidays that we just like acknowledge. Like we'll do something like little, like flowers and mm-hmm. you know, a meal or something. But we're not like, oh my god, we don't get to celebrate Valentine's Day.
0: <laughs> I honestly think most of my friends and relationships are like that. So mm-hmm. I, I, I think. I love Valentine's Day. Like, I've always liked Valentine's Day outside of, obviously, mm-hmm. like, you know, the like the romantic relationship part of it. Yeah. Uh, because there's just, like, I don't know. As, like, a single girl, there's so many fun, like, Valentine's movies and mm-hmm. it's a, an excuse to eat chocolate and just, like, treat your – it's literally an excuse to treat yourself as a single totally. woman. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I like Valentine's Day, but I, I do think that most of my couple friends are really just, like, whatever about it, so – yeah. It, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean you're trading it for
0: New York trips. So that's exciting.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know, maybe we're going to New York for Valentine's Day. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, you know, it
0: doesn't have to be on the 14th. You can celebrate it any day you want. <laughs> exactly. So lots to look forward to. Yes. Um, okay, so these hot takes are so random. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're gonna be all over the place. They're just like thoughts and feelings I've had over the past um few weeks. I feel like I've been – I just, like, need to share. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's uh, – feel free to disagree completely. Nothing's personal about these hot takes, and I'm excited to see what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so my most recent hot take – Some this is this is what did it for me, where I texted you, and I was like, can we do a hot take? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, Let's hear it. Is, I think this, like tre- – I don't even know if it's a trend, but the style of tattoo – of doing like a bunch of tiny tattoos like all over your arms almost as if they like kind of they kind of almost look like you know like freckles or something like that because they're mm-hmm. so small and so tiny or whatever are so ugly I <laughs> like and mm-hmm. like it's like an arm full of just like super random tiny tattoos mm-hmm. is like really ugly to me I don't think it looks cute and I feel like it's it's like gonna not be cute very quickly if that makes mm-hmm. sense
1: right when it's like a permanent thing on your body And when
0: I, let me clarify i mean like a whole arm of like those really small tiny like like almost like doodles type of thing uh-huh. on your arms not like okay arms with like you know maybe in a different i don't know yeah but that, like that's not like I'm a describing. sleeve
1: with like other little things around it or something
0: definitely not a sleeve and definitely not like an arm with like multiple like you know concrete tattoos it's like
1: okay yeah it's like just a bunch of little
0: like like, sporadically like doodles on your arm okay um what
1: do you think i personally haven't seen this trend but from you what have, you described, to because me. there's someone that's really ugly. I'm thinking of like Haley Bieber's hands, though. Yeah. And you know how she has all those like little tattoos, which I guess are like very cute but, to her. But to me, I'm like, your hands just exactly. look dirty. Yes. And I think it looks like I don't think it looks good. I also just, don't understand like to me it's like the equivalent of like putting like little stickers all over your body yes
0: that's exactly (laughs) it oh my gosh you get exactly
1: what I'm going for yeah right and And it's like just put like a sticker on or like a temper like I don't know I don't understand why that needs to be permanent and I don't think that's cute I've also just never been a huge tattoo person in general Mm -hmm. so maybe I just don't understand but yeah, so I, I would agree with you on that.
0: Also, well, you're, you like, spot on. I I like small tattoos. I think if I ever got a tattoo, it probably would be small. But mm-hmm. it's, like, a very specific style. And it's, like, suit. It's, like, it literally looks, like, just, like, stickers. Like, little doodles <laughs> on your body or whatever. So, yeah, not a huge fan. I agree that it kind of makes you look dirty. I also just think it's one of those things that's, like, not gonna age well not necessarily like your body just like i feel like you're gonna get to a point one day where you look down and you're like what the fuck is this on my arm you know what i mean like yeah. i sound like an, a like a mom saying that but that's yeah. how i feel that's that yeah <laughs> oh so, my we we so we chatted about this in our last episode um and since then i've seen a lot more you know, the discourse has changed really quickly, and I've seen a lot more videos about it, but this is, in, you know, in direct relation to the Michaela video where she basically is, like, lying about her uh, L'Oreal mascara ad, uh, basically lying that she did not put falsies on. If you take the time to look at the video, it's very clear that there's either editing done to her eyes or she did put falsies on like there's really no way around it it's so obvious it's like undeniable at this point um the discourse around it has been really interesting and i've listened to all sides of sides of it since we last chatted and i made my decision that my hot take is lying about mascara especially Mm -hmm. within a brand deal this is the difference is in a brand deal in an ad is a big deal and should be treated as such not saying that equals bullying like i'm i don't which i'm not seeing the bullying i think i'm just seeing a lot of disappointment from people i also am not really seeing people can't like i don't know it's i don't i'm not really get like whatever but there's been a lot of back and forth on whether this is a big deal whether it's not a big deal this that whatever my hot take is that it is a big deal
1: Mhm. I thoughts? would agree. I think that it is a big deal. I think that like as a creator and someone who's putting out content, you have like a sense of moral responsibility and obligation to be honest about what it is that you're putting out there. Um like in the grand scheme of things, like obviously this is, you know, we're talking about mascara, but I think in this scenario, like I think it is a big deal because I think it does open the conversation for just so many other like i guess critiques of you know what content creators put out um in this scenario too like i do think that i agree like it was definitely edited or she is wearing falsies i don't know what it is but to have no accountability for that is just icky to me and i agree i think you can call it out and you can like have people be accountable and there's a way to do that without bullying. And I'll be honest too. I feel like a lot of what I've seen too hasn't really been bullying. And it's more just disappointment that she's not taking accountability and there's no acknowledgement of, you know, just, I guess the repercussions of it. So I agree. I think lying about mascara is a big deal. <laughs> so
0: yeah, I think you can speak to it as a creator. Like you understand what's on the, you know, what's on the line, like what's at stake when you make a decision like this. And also like you've done brand deals, like you understand kind of the dynamics of how to walk that fine line of, you know, doing a brand deal and also it being genuine with your content. And I don't think, I think we've gotten to a point where like, quite frankly, people don't care if you're doing brand deals. Like we all get it. Like people need to make money and a mm-hmm. lot of the time the stuff that people are doing brand deals with is really good products mm-hmm. um even if it's not i think people get it i think people really do get it but when you're just like so blatantly lying it 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 basically now puts everything on the table like everything's now in question it affects everyone else and it's not about the mascara it's about lying <laughs> about mm-hmm. Pro- mm-hmm. an ad that now affects and is going to have repercussions for other creators. Like the implications of this are, I think are much bigger than just like the mascara. I've seen people say like, well, what if it's their last $12 and they went out and bought that mascara because you told them to, I don't like that take. I think that's dumb. Like you're responsible for your own money. You're like, it's not the influencer's fault. If you decide to go spend your last $12 on it, Um, but I don't like the take. That's like, well, it's like a hair ad, you know, when like, whatever like tresemme does a hair commercial like they put in extensions it's completely different that's exactly why influencing exists is because it's a far more intimate and direct and personal uh way of advertising things and it works because of this very special relationship that's solely unique to you and your followers like to Mm be the creator and their followers once that's now questioned on such a very like a very very black and white situation. It, it it it's it's problematic in my eyes. Like it's not the same as an ad. It's completely it you know or like mm-hmm. a hair ad on a like on a TV. I think it's completely different. I don't think they're comparable. Um, and I yeah I think there's a way to have a I I I've enjoyed the discourse around it. I think people have had really good takes. I don't think necessarily there's a right or wrong. Feeling towards it what's wrong is if you're bullying or saying Mm -hmm. inappropriate things to someone however i have seen that people are like calling jeffree star to come back and review this mascara and i didn't know that jeffree star was canceled i knew he was like problematic Mm -hmm. but i know he was like fully canceled
1: that's Mm -hmm. insane
0: to me though like that also points to how like problematic like the uh you know social media is because it's like the pendulum swung so far to the other side Mm-hmm. Basically, like just undid everything that we the point we're trying to make we're undoing by calling on someone who has mm-hmm. a lot of really problematic ideals apparently to come
1: like right now to me that they just like, cancel out each sense. other if you're gonna yeah,
0: swing that far
1: to the other way right exactly which is just like unnecessary and not called for so yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i think you hit the hit the nail on the head i think it's like you said, like that's why influencer marketing works and why it exists. And it is that certain level of trust that the influencer has with their audience. And again, I think it really just goes back to that moral obligation to be honest, but obviously we know that's not always the case. So there's a lot of nuance to it, but in this situation, when I think, you know, you do have that large of a platform, there's a level of responsibility
0: yeah I agree that's a good way to describe it there's a level of responsibility um so I know that I talked about this in our last episode too so I will keep this super super brief um but now that we're two episodes in I want to give my mm-hmm. full like valid opinion based on mm-hmm. what I've witnessed um I love Zach as the bachelor and I think I'm I totally spot on and that he it's gonna be probably more tame and boring from the bachelor end of things um because he's so normal and like he seems just to like have like the tools to like process information in difficult situations and stuff like that and handle them maturely and stuff like that um but i i did see this i did see this person say like i wish like They filmed this season differently and basically just like they were like in a dream world like they would plant like hidden cameras because Mm -hmm. they do think that and I kind of agree with this that Zach is basically just being like he understands what like that he's on national television and he understands that he does not want to have the world against him and I fully 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 can understand why he feels that way. So I think he's acting very proper. And I think he is a very proper person. Like, I think he is very mature and very, like, just, like, humble and, like, a down-to-earth kind of guy. But mm. I also think he is holding back certain things because mm. he understands the, like, weight and like of, like, having all of America watching you. Um, And so they were like, we wish we could, like, have hidden cameras and just see him, like, be, like, him, him. Like, not that he would be problematic or anything, mm-hmm. that he would just be, like more casual and a little bit like more laid back and probably just a little bit funnier because I think with like Matt James this season he did you watch that season was that the last season you watched
1: um I think I did watch his season that's when Chris
0: Harrison was like cut Uh,
1: yeah I watched Mm -hmm. okay
0: so basically Matt James is all over social media. He's funny as shit. Like, the guy is really funny. That humor never translated on screen. Like, ever, no. ever. It, like, did not land at all. And so people are saying they think it's a very similar situation. That, like, he his humor and his personality is, like, not really translating on screen because he's holding back. But anyways, I think this is going to be just, like, a very normal season. And I'm very excited about it. And I think they're intentionally trying to go in this direction but Uh, i also understand why people don't like him or like maybe just are not invested in watching the show anymore or the season in particular he's another white male like guy mm -hmm. who just looks like every guy ever so i can under i fully understand that too so but i just wanted to put it out there
1: i think for me I'm definitely on that other side of things. Like to me, this just feels like a regression. And for me, it's just like another reason to not tune into Bachelor Nation and like follow any of it. I also too think like the stuff how like there's no more like Tasha and there's no more Caitlyn. I don't know. I think it all just like got very messy to me. And I just kind of like stopped caring. Um, so I guess like my adjacent take to your hot take is just that. Like, for me, I guess the hot take is Bachelornation. Like yeah, I don't like Bachelor <laughs> Nation Because, like, for me, it's not I necessarily know, know. about Zach. I think it's just, like, the franchise as a whole. Um, Yes, but I yes. fully understand that. <laughs> I fully, fully, fully understand that. Uh, I get it. I completely get why people feel right. that way and no I, longer want to participate. Well, and I saw this TikTok, too, that was like, about this season. And again, it wasn't about the actual contestants, and it wasn't about him. It was more just like why like why are we giving attention to just like another show that's going to put all these like size 0 like stereotypically like beautiful people like on the screen when there are so many other dating shows that don't do that. There are so many other ways to go about it and we know that people will want to watch them why is this still what it is and I guess you can make the argument like well that's just what the bachelor and the bachelorette is like that's just historically what it's been but it's also not a good like enough reason why. yeah exactly yeah. so I don't know I I get it but I also I'm just like huh no all the critiques are completely fair I think
0: they're they're I think they understand what people want to see and I think they're still not ready to give it to them and mm-hmm. so, for that reason, I completely understand why people are like, "I'm done. I'm not mm-hmm. like we're not doing this anymore." Uh, I get all sides of it, and
1: I'm gonna continue to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> no, and that's great. And as and you, you said get all sides week, of it, and you're not gonna yeah. continue to watch it, and that's fine, right? And as you said last week, you can just watch, report back, let us know what we need to know. So yeah, so far, you're those missing of us who nothing. are now,
0: <laughs> yeah, nothing exciting's happened. It's like so. It's just yeah. like I mean, it's two episodes in, but still. Mm-hmm. um okay this one we can also be quick with but um this is so random but I watched I, the funny part is that I didn't even put the name here of the movie but yeah I watched <laughs> Halo and Josh Dumel's new movie on Amazon Prime okay and it's so good like genuinely the best acting I've seen from j-lo in a really long time i turned on um, shotgun wedding yes that's it i turned on um the marry me movie that she was in recently and literally made it 20 minutes before i was like i'm out like i can't this Mm -hmm. is so bad i so i was like very skeptical to watch this movie it was so good. The plot was good. It was funny. It had action. It it was making fun of itself. Like, mm-hmm. but it was like really well done. It like had a full plot, a full storyline. Like Josh D. Mill is fantastic. I love him. But I watched an interview and he talked about it and he was like, like wanted to do this movie. Like this wasn't just like a gig to get him money. Like he actively was like, I wanted to do this movie. It was so fun to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um What's her name? Who is in White Lotus? Who just won an, uh, some award?
1: Jennifer Coolidge.
0: She's in it. Like, people who oh! are like important people agreed to be. And, and JLo's important, obviously, but she's not known for her acting. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge's character is so funny, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth a watch. It's not going to be the best movie you've ever seen. It's a cheesy rom com that has action and is funny. The plot is ridiculous, but it's good. It's well done, and it's the best acting I've seen from J-Lo. Josh Jamil's- okay, I love him. Great. Jennifer Coolidge is funny as hell. I think it's worth the watch, and I recommend. That's my hot okay. take.
1: Okay. I mean, I would like to watch that. I agree. I don't think that J-Lo is necessarily known for her acting, but I will say one of my favorite rom-coms is that one she was in, um, The Backup Plan.
0: Yeah, that's that a one? good
1: movie. I love that movie, and I think it's great. <laughs>
0: so, you gotta
1: give her credit; she knows that she can't do serious
0: movies, right? So right.
1: we'll give her. She, she she's Stays aware. in her lane. Okay, yeah. I would watch that. Yeah,
0: I mean, keep, like if you just want like a really chill, like easy, mm-hmm. like turn your brain off, like movie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, green powders. Um, greens powders. Uh, I think that. Everyone who keeps trying to cancel green powders needs to just let people be. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. I don't think people who are taking green powders think that it's going to solve all their problems. And if you do, they're not going to. That's newsflash. Mm -hmm. I just think people want to do something that makes them feel good and healthy and that they're doing something for themselves. And if that's as simple as drinking green powder in the morning and like just feeling like you're doing some element of self-care, the mental effect of that will actually have good impact on your body. And I wish we would just like let people enjoy greens powders. I don't think we need to keep making 500 videos canceling greens. I think we understand that Bloom Nutrition – like, I also think we all know that it doesn't taste good. Like I Mm -hmm. I I think we should all stop pretending it tastes good because we all know. But like I have a greens powder that no one talks about. I enjoy it doesn't taste that bad it's a very acquired taste but if you mix it with things or whatever I just I think we should just let people be like if they want to mm-hmm. dig- drink the greens let them drink the greens it causes no harm to them to do it you know and mm-hmm. I think I think everybody's at least now on the same page that we know it's not going to solve all our problems
1: right like, I mean be me- a
0: supplement for like a bowl right. of broccoli but <laughs>
1: <laughs> right I mean to me this is just like the same mindset as taking like any other supplement like like why do people take biotin we all know that biotin doesn't do anything right Um, exactly right like I think it's just one of those things where it's like if it's gonna make you feel good to take it and you know maybe it is doing like a little something as long as there's that perspective and it makes you feel good and you feel like you're taking care of yourself that's what's important so I don't really see either while we why we're out here. People are so fired up about it. They see, like I it's like their that.
0: mission in life to to make sure people know that greens don't do anything. And I'm like, okay, I, I think we've got it. I think everyone's on the same I think we've under we understood and we're still going to do whatever the fuck we want. Like right. It's so harmless, like who cares? And uh, yeah, exact same thing with but yeah. Also right. none of this shit's regulated. The same way you know you're taking magnesium, like what none of this shit's regulated. It's right. in the same category. Yeah. There's very little scientific studies for a lot of this shit and people, you know, will mm-hmm. still recommend other things. So, whatever.
1: Yes. Um. Okay. I have a hot take that I actually think a lot of the internet would agree with me on. I feel like this has been coming too, but I feel like Aritzia is kind of chewy and, like, low-key on its way out. I mean, I don't think it'll ever be out and also to... As someone who has shopped at Aritzia since, like, the early days, I do think can that I will this. ever yeah. fully, like, just stop shopping there. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like we've talked a lot, like, you and I, like, offline, like, you know, I just feel like the quality has gone down. I don't like the mean girl energy of the store. I just, like, I feel like I see more videos about people being upset with Aritzia than I do seeing them be happy and content. And... I agree. Like, I just agree with a lot of what's being said, and I think there are plenty of other alternatives. And I feel like most of the recent videos I've seen have been people being like, uh, Reformation is the new Aritzia. I don't know.
0: What do you think? I fully agree. I own like maybe two things from Aritzia, Um, and one of which I love, great quality, worth every penny. The other of which is so not worth the money, like literally had manufacturing issues and was so much money. Like I, I, and that was like literally a year and a half ago. So I fully understand why people are kind of like, I think we're over it. We're past Aritzia. I do think it's kind of cheeky. I do think that there's some like really quality basics that will forever be like a, like mm-hmm. it will be a worthy investment with them. Um, But knowing that their quality is, like, going downhill, I agree that it will never be out, but I agree that it's kind of not in anymore. And Mm -hmm. interesting that people are saying Reformation is, like, now in because, like, Reformation has been in and around, like, Um, as popular as Aritzia in my mind. Like, I've known, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like they're equally as popular. Reformation's significantly more expensive. Mm -hmm. And they're like the exact same i i know really i know, know. yeah like, well i don't think one can replace the
1: other <laughs> i feel like it's people being like yeah here's my like original alternative and then it's like yeah. reformation and it's, it's the same
0: like, way that Zara's kind of out like yeah. Abercrombie's, even like hitting like the tail end of like being mm-hmm. it's just like shop where you want to shop like don't you know what i mean but yeah i i do agree that aritzia is a little Chuggy, but I also agree that they have some of the best basics in the game and it will always be worth mm-hmm. that money. So
1: really quickly, I know this isn't on the list, but what do you think of the whole like de-influencing trend? Like, have you seen those videos of people being like, here's what TikTok convinced me to buy and why you shouldn't buy it? What do you think?
0: I don't know. I don't know that I fully decided how I feel about it. How do you feel about okay. it?
1: Um, I think it's one of those things where I'm like, I think it's good. I think we're all people are becoming, you know, or like at least acknowledging, like, I don't think people were ever not aware. Like, I feel like, you know, when you see something on TikTok and you go to buy it like five seconds, like you know exactly what you're doing. I saw this one video of this woman, basically her hot take was like, um, influencer marketing and whatever is completely out. This whole de-influencing trend is like completely changing things like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm, I think that's a bit of a stretch. I don't think marketing at all is ever going anywhere, um, especially influencer marketing. I think it's just going to be like framed differently, but I don't know. I thought that was interesting and I think it is an interesting conversation and yeah, that's, that, those are my like unfinished thoughts about it. I would say.
0: Yeah. I think, I think there's little harm to it mm-hmm. and it'll die with every other trend that's ever happened. <laughs> I think it will have very little impact on our consumerism, Unfortunately. Yes. But I love that we're calling it out. I love that we're calling out the consumerism because I know you and I have also come, you know, like we've been victims of this as well as like the Mm -hmm. overconception like fully. I think I've also kind of I started feeling this way and thinking about it like before this was even a really big conversation. So I'm not surprised that we're all kind of collectively getting the same like feeling at -hmm. the same time. But. I don't know that it will make a huge difference, unfortunately, but
1: that's so yeah. pessimistic
0: of me, but whatever.
1: You no, know, but that's what I thought too. I was yeah. like, okay, this is great, but like, hmm. Yeah. Scratching my head a little bit. Okay. um, I guess similarly on the same note, I am scared to say this. No, I agree. I fully agree. But I feel like Jurf Avenue these days is low-key giving Brandy Melville vibes in terms of quality and the styles they just came out with these did you see the new sweaters they came out with no it's like brandy melville and there's one too that's like a sweatshirt that has like cut sleeves and a like a cut um hem and i was like oh no 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 which is really sad and i feel like i guess i kind of feel similarly about jerk avenue as i do about aritzia like i think there are things that are so classic um i I don't think it's like ever gonna go like out and i think that they have like their staple basics that make them what they are and those are the things that i love from them but i don't know i just feel like there's a lot going on lately and i feel like it's just it ain't working for me
0: um okay so i hadn't put this these two together but soon as i read them i was like oh my god yeah I fully agree. I don't own anything from Turf Avenue. um, But I recently was on their website looking at something that I was curious about. First of all, their prices are insane. Second, I know you have specifically talked about the quality going down for quite some time. And I've seen a ton of videos online talking about how the quality has gone downhill. I saw the most recent feelings or thoughts I had towards them were when I saw this video that they then made as an ad, I think they originally just posted it as a video and then they fully made it an ad. Hopefully you've seen it, but it's basically her being like, we have this like really cute print and here's how it looks in like a strapless and like, here's how it would look as a dress or something like that. There was like two options and she was like, we want to know what you think, like how, like which one we should release. And I was looking at and I was like, this shit is so ugly. like it's so mm-hmm. it is so and now that you've said Brandy Melville, like it is so Brandy Melville. what I, I and I get it. like the girl has insane influencing like fashion influencing powers. like she wore a bumpet and then everybody was like, they're they're back in. <laughs> um, like I and a lot of stuff that she does wear, I love. I really do love, but I can't get behind the prices knowing that the quality is going downhill. And then also, I'm like, some of this shit is just so mm-hmm. but this is also the like ebb and flow of like fashion sites like mm-hmm. yeah. I think that sh- there will be a i I think that it's hitting a lull, and I think mm-hmm. it will they will do maybe a little bit of a rebrand and mm-hmm. they will come back with some better stuff, a better sense of style. I think Aritzia will probably do the same thing um it's hard to stay relevant yeah. and to stay right. Even Abercrombie's struggling mm-hmm. to do it. Like, it's – I mean, the, f- the fashion cycle is insane.
1: Yeah. And I think with Jurf Avenue, too, like, I definitely have more grace for them because I know, like, they're, they are, like – I mean, they're big, but, like, they're not Aritzia. They're not Zara. They're not Abercrombie. Like, they're small and, like, they do – I know that they put a lot of care and, like, effort into – what it is that they're putting out. I think it's just that they got like so popular so fast and they're like still navigating how to like expand uh, that well and yeah. still be relevant, like you were saying. So I don't know, but I will await patiently for whatever's coming next. Cause I'm curious. So, um, yeah, I think well, those are all. I think those are all the hot takes we have for you today. I feel like they're uh, all really pessimistic, but <laughs>
0: yeah, whatever. It's, okay. they're,
1: it's <laughs> our hot takes. We're left. <laughs> um, make sure you follow us on Instagram at basically anxious pod. So you never miss an episode and can stay up to date with us. But until next week, we will talk to you all then. Bye. Bye.